Hey family, welcome to another edition of The Cool Jazz Countdown. I'm Marcella Shepard, the bass man. And this is Kyle LaRue, and we are back again with our survey of the top 10 jazz albums of the week based on local radio airplay, national jazz chart action, and listener feedback. The Cool Jazz Countdown is an exclusive presentation of 10 Share Media and TVM Productions. Cal LaRue, what's good, bro? Well, Bass, this week's show is sponsored by the word movement. <laughs> We've got lots of movement this week, which always keeps things interesting. Enough movement, in fact, that we welcome two new entries into the top 10 this week. And of course, why not? Another shakeup at the top of the chart, just for extra measure, Bass. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute since we've seen this type of action across the board. Yes, and that shakeup brings in a new number one this week. In addition, we also welcome two new projects to the table. One from drummer and radio personality Jay Sennett, and the other from esteemed saxophonist Wayne Escoffrey. Lots to get into this week, so let's go ahead and count them down for the week ending May 19th of 2023. Alrighty, friend. Well, pianist, composer, and educator Billy Childs gets us started this week. He has made his mark on both the jazz and classical sides of the house, writing concertos, chamber music, and other pieces for classical ensembles of various sizes, as well as serving on Grammy-winning jazz projects and performing worldwide as a leader and a sideman. Well, the latest release from Childs, a Los Angeles native, is largely informed by film, in particular the genre of Hollywood crime drama initially labeled by French critics as film noir. Additional influences on the compositions we hear on this project come from Billy's nostalgic feelings on the Los Angeles he grew up in, the city he remembers from the 1960s and 70s. Childs calls on an all-star team to support the vision here, which includes trumpeter and composer Ambrose Akinmuzir, bassist Scott Colley, and the incomparable drummer Brian Blade. Pianist Billy Childs here with The Winds of Change. It's the name of his latest for the Mac Avenue label, and it's in the number 10 spot this week, right here on the Cool Jazz Countdown.
And there it is, the latest from pianist and composer Billy Childs. You'll find it on the Mac Avenue recording label. CD's entitled The Winds of Change, coming in at number 10 this week here on our survey. Bass? Thank you, sir. Well, last July, the hitmaker, producer, and guitarist Paul Brown blessed us with his 12th album as a leader and his second for the Shanaki imprint. That album is titled Promised Land, and it's the follow-up to his acclaimed release Once Upon a Time, where he reimagined some of the number one songs that he had written and produced for other artists. Well, his approach on this one was a little different, as he took the downtime of the pandemic and was a little more relaxed in his writing with no pressure to make a hit song. But what we get is a bit of romance, some tropical Latin flavor, blues, and some good old jams that he's known for. Making appearances are his label mates, saxophonist Marion Meadows, and Huge Groove. He is the man with nearly 80 number one radio hits. Guitarist Paul Brown with Promise Land. It lands in the number nine spot this week here on The Cool Jazz Countdown.
This is a man that has perfected his hit-making formula over time. Yes, another one. Promised Land on Shanaki Records. Paul Brown is in the number nine spot this week here on the Cool Jazz Countdown. All right, thanks, Brother Bass. Family, stay connected with the countdown on social media for links to videos, photos, and the latest jazz news. Be sure to follow us at Cool Jazz Countdown on Instagram and Facebook. Well, drummer, composer, educator, radio host, and Pennsylvania native Jay Sinnott moved to Virginia in the mid-1970s to serve in the United States Navy. After completing his military service, he began his music career by first attending Norfolk State University as a music education major. He evolved into a consummate drummer, composer, and band leader who has over a dozen and a half albums as a leader to his credit since making his debut in 1986, as well as several as a sideman. Well, Jay has also served as host of Senate In Session, a jazz show heard nightly on NPR affiliate WHRV in Norfolk, Virginia. It's been there over 35 years. Although he often records with his working trio, this is the eighth year for Senate's Zero to Sixty Quartet, comprised of his trio mates, pianist Alan Farnham and bassist Terry Burrell, along with longstanding member Steve Wilson on alto and soprano saxophones. Well, on this latest release, they have expanded to a quintet to welcome in legendary trumpeter Randy Brecker as their guest. We get five original compositions and five sophisticated arrangements of standards on this one. It's entitled Commitment. You'll find it on JNet Music. It's Jay Sinnott's Zero to Sixty Quartet, making its debut in the number eight spot this week here on the Cool Jazz Countdown. Thank you. 
Alrighty, there it is. The latest from drummer Jay Sinnott and his Zero to 60 Quartet. You'll find this album on JNet Music. It's called Commitment, making its debut in the number eight spot here on our survey. Bass? Euphoria. A feeling or state of intense excitement and happiness. Now, hopefully your life has been filled with such moments. To help you reach that feeling, mainstay pianist in the world of smooth Keiko Matsui has released her latest album titled Euphoria. Now, she ensures that feeling is felt with the help of an all-star cast of musicians to include trumpeter Randy Brecker, saxophonist Kirk Whalum, the next big thing on the vibes, a young man by the name of Joel Ross, and Keiko has a very heartfelt song on here with vocalist Layla Hathaway. Now, Keiko plays with so much emotion throughout this album. I mean, you can really feel her emoting with every stroke of the keys. She's always smooth, but with a classical new age world music twist. Here is the great storyteller, pianist Keiko Matsui with Euphoria, moving up two spots to the number seven position this week. Here on the cool Jazz Countdown. This heart of mine I give to you with no Place I'd rather be sad as sometimes it seems. I give my all and nothing less. Come true, a fantasy. 
featured in that song, yes. Layla Hathaway with Gregoire Murray on harmonics. Yeah, Keiko Matsui knows how to put it together, man. Her latest album is titled Euphoria. You'll find it on Shanaki Records, and it lands in the number seven spot this week here on our survey. LaRue. Good stuff. Thanks, Brother Bass. Well, legend has it that in 1930, jazz drummer at the time, Lionel Hampton, was performing a gig at the NBC Studios. In those days, as is still the case to this day, the sound that identified NBC was that G-E-C three-note combination on the vibraphone. (laughs) And naturally, there was a vibraphone in the studio. Well, after Hampton's gig was over there at NBC, he started messing with the instrument and became fascinated by it. Shortly thereafter, Hampton brought the vibes to a recording session with Louis Armstrong. And their version of the tune, Memories of You, would become the first known jazz recording to incorporate the vibraphone. And the instrument has become a regular part of jazz music ever since. Well, Joe Locke, as a leader and sideman, has etched his mark as one of the most impactful of a distinguished lineage of vibraphonists in this music. His latest release features a core quartet that includes pianist Jim Riddle, bassist Lauren Cohen, and drummer Samvel Sarkeesian, as well as other special invited guests. The album takes its name from that of Lebanese bassist Makram Abul Hosen, an acclaimed bassist who frequently plays on the Beirut music scene. The album features a mix of standards and beautifully arranged original tunes, Vibraphonist Joe Locke right here with his latest for the Circle 9 label. It's called Macram, and it's in the number six spot this week here on the Cool Jazz Countdown.
And there you have it, the latest from vibraphonist Joe Locke. You'll find this album on the Circle 9 recording label. It's called Macram, and it comes in at number six on this week's survey. And with that, we approach the halfway point on this week's uh, countdown, but much more on the way, so stick around to find out who's got that top spot this week. When the Cool Jazz Countdown continues after this.